tell me more about how his eyes look, Simon. It's almost <laughs> as if Simon enjoys being chastised by Baz or something. Like, is this how you describe your enemies? It's really not. Hot. Yeah, like, basically. <laughs> I feel like I just want to be, like, quote-unquote enemies for every time we bring up Baz. You want to get sexy? Yeah, let's get to the sexy stuff. Hello, and welcome to an Escape from Reality bonus episode. This is a compilation of best ofs from our Patreon extended episodes. Um, Just a few goofy, lovely conversations that are, you know, examples of the kinds of things that our patrons get. Whether or not you want to become a patron, you're going to have a great time listening, but I obviously am hoping that this will inspire some of you to join our Patreon. As you probably know, we are in the midst of trying to get our patronage back to where it was before we stopped talking about Harry Potter over on the Gaily Planet. We're, as of my recording this, around $800 a month away from that goal, so... Anything that you can give would be deeply appreciated. And even if you can't give anything, maybe go leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that other people will start to listen or talk about us on your Instagram or talk about us in real life. Every little bit helps and is deeply appreciated by both myself and Jesse. Um, With that, I'm going to shut up and let you listen to 20-ish minutes of, like, joyful goofy stuff. I hope that you enjoy it. We were talking about giving a demon snacks and your name. Shepard, did you even read if you give a mouse a cookie? I don't I think maybe I think maybe he got the wrong idea from it. But... <laughs> he did. Shepard read that book and was like, where's the mouse? I just made cookies. Oh my God. <laughs> Baby Shepard would do that. Yeah. Or actually more aligned with his vibe, he would make muffins and then go to the fucking Rocky Mountains and be like, I'm going to find a moose and I'm going to give it yeah, a muffin. Yeah, totally. And it's going to go, for, we're going to be best friends, right? And it's like, no, it's going to stomp you to death. Don't do that. <laughs> is that what happens at the end of that book? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is the, that, that's the rejected uh, ending of you give a moose a muffin and then, <laughs> you know, they went for the actual one. Which, honestly, I believe those books start, like, there's cylindrical, whereas, like, you go through an equal amount of, like, ridiculous things, and then you try to get rid of the mouse and the moose, but then it's like, we have these cookies. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I read those books, but. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, Shepard. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Can I tell you about this bug? I'm yes. sorry. I'm so distracted today. There. When I was working outside earlier, there was this wasp. I forgot what kind. I looked it up, but I forgot what it was called. They apparently, they make nests and then they have like all their little baby, baby wasps and they bring them paralyzed, alive bugs to eat. So probably some kind of mud dauber, like they make little clay nests. Anyway, there's... Mudder wasps do that exclusively with spiders. <laughs> oh, then maybe, because um, it was a spider that it had. Um, but I think it built its nest probably somewhere really silly because it was 
going all the way up to like my porch roof and then having to walk across the roof hauling this fucking spider that was bigger than it <laughs> and so it kept falling down oh and then having to climb all the way back up because I couldn't fly with it so I just watched it in this like perpetual loop for probably 20 minutes it probably didn't make it it's gonna die of exhaustion before it gets this goddamn spider to its nest and I was like little goofball like what what why would you make your nest somewhere where you have to walk upside down carrying something that weighs as much as you to get there yeah they like making nests on like eaves of buildings and on like roofs of porches and like high up essentially um yeah one time i learned this because one time one built a nest on the inside of my window frame and nicole was like texting me because she's like closed the window and it was a bunch of just like spiders and she freaked out and i'm like what the fuck is this and then i had to like look it up and i'm like and now i and everyone and like every summer i like one mud toddler wasp will like end up in my like in my apartment they don't they don't sting people so i just like try to like let it outside because they yeah they eat spiders they eat black widows so i'm just like you know what do your thing little mud dauber I like spiders. I bring them into my house to live in my plants. So I was feeling actually like pretty bad about the spider in that situation. Um, the best thing for controlling fungus gnats. Everything else that I've tried does not work. Putting spiders in your house plants, extremely effective. I think I'm for too for my spiders to do that, even though, yeah, I don't like the gnats either. <sighs> It could be the right time to get over being afraid of spiders. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want to start? I will start. Um, I love how this Simon's chapter starts off with just his, like, really intense food joy. And I love it for him also. And also, funnel cakes are delicious and the shit and i'm so glad that he's enjoying one mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and so for folks that have never experienced a funnel cake you basically pour batter that's like kind of like a pancake e batter into like hot oil and like weird shapes so it becomes like a weird mess of fried dough and then it's like covered with like powdered sugar or like other stuff and simon has chocolate sauce on his which also sounds delicious. And a very typical, I don't know, Midwest <laughs> fair food. Yeah. I always got them at the art fair in the town where my grandparents lived. They had this like tiny art fair and we would get butterfly chips and funnel cake. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe I ate both of those things in the same day and didn't throw up. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, back when Michigan had a state fair, it was in Detroit and we would go all the time. We would go every year when I was younger and funnel, I'd get funnel cakes and then like really, really good French fries, which are delicious also. And like funny samples of things. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely in my brain. I'm like, oh, it's fair food. It's like a deep fried thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what butterfly chips are, it's when you put a whole potato through a thing that like spiralizes it. So the whole thing is still connected to each other, but it's like connected potato chips it's like a slinky made of potato chips kind of but connected in the middle um and then that's fried so it's like crispy but also gooey and then you put shitty sour cream fake bacon bits freeze-dried chives 
and like cheese on it i think and then you like i guess you eat it it's like nachos but with like weird textured potato chips that are all connected to each other that sounds incredible they're very very good i think if i made them with like good sour cream and like actual like shredded cheese as opposed to like you know cheese that they squeeze out of a container it would be like awesome yeah i was kind of a weird kid i did not like hang on we need to get can you hear rufio dreaming i'm I'm gonna say is he asleep yeah he's like wagging his tail what are you dreaming about bud he's having a good dream his eyes like his it's open a little and it's like rolling all around in there i wonder what he's chasing i hope he gets it whatever it is i hope so too anyway sorry (laughs) to interrupt you please continue no it's all right i i don't like sour cream or like fake nacho cheese and like even now i'm like wait you don't like sour cream like not even good sour cream no do you like yogurt i do i just i don't know i just like never got the appeal of sour cream i guess I don't know. I love sour cream, cream so much. Cream cheese. That was my thing. I love cream cheese. <laughs> my brother and I used to fight over who got to lick the like sour cream spoon on taco nights, like after dinner. I'd be like, no, you got it last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I mean, now I like, I understand the like appreciative of like a creamy thing in with your food, but I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what hmm. it is about sour cream. I'm just like. I guess we didn't really eat sour cream growing up. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. So, And shitty sour cream is gross. So, like, if you weren't getting, like, if you've only had it on, you know, like, fair food or stuff like that where it's going to be, like, watered down and, like, not a good quality, that's definitely not. Right. Or, like, a weird dip that's, like, sour cream based, but it's, like, not flavorful enough. It's just, like, it is sour cream and onion. Even though I do mm-hmm. love... Sour cream onion chips. Those are delicious. It doesn't... I'm like, this conversation, like, could not possibly matter less because, like, you can't eat dairy. So my, like, you know, preaching the joys of sour cream is, like, utterly useless. And so I'm like, why am I... Why am I trying to tell you about this wonderful thing that, like, you literally are (laughs) never going to eat? This is very funny. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna like the one time a year where I decide to splurge on like a domestic cheese that might destroy my insides, it's gonna be mozzarella, mm-hmm. hands down. Like, like on a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like you can make good fake cheesecake that's like non dairy cheesecake, and like non dairy cheese has come a long way. But like, like a mozzarella pizza. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? Whatever. We just did a poll on Instagram of what people like most about Patreon. And it's <laughs> listening to us talk about things that have nothing to do with the books that we're talking about. I guess it just makes sense because I feel like a lot of podcasts, like, I feel like half the time listen to a podcast where it's two people talking about a thing. There's a lot of not topic things they talk about. Yeah. So I think it makes sense to just be like, oh, you're going to just talk about cheese for <laughs> and fair food for like five <laughs> minutes? <laughs> so exciting <laughs> yeah no that makes sense i mean i think that's part of having like parasocial relationships with people is being like yes tell me more about this random thing that is true about you and has nothing to do with your thoughts on look at me about to segue oh my so. god did you see the thing where i guess there's several animals named after harrison ford at this point but like they named a new snake after harrison ford 
And I saw like a quote from him where he was like, it's an honor, but they're like always naming like the creepy crawly things after me. And like, all I do in my spare time is like bake and cross stitch. So I don't know why they like want to name scary oh things God. after me. And I was like, I didn't know you were the most wholesome man in the entire world. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, right? I love it. Uh, yeah, a petition to rename an animal, like a bird or a mammal, named after some, like, racist dick from the 1800s after Harrison Ford. Yeah, for real. Like, there's a whole list of them. You can look it up. Like, let's just do that. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Also, what do you think Harrison Ford cross-stitches? We don't have time to go into this, but, like, I really want to know. Oh, my now. God. I also really want to know. I hope there's like, images of the Little Millennium Falcons. Shut <laughs> I would buy one from his Etsy shop for real. My God. <laughs> I know if he wasn't rolling deep in like two different huge franchise monies, I would also buy it. <laughs> Cross stitch. Um, I do want to tell you a story though. I don't think I've told you this story. You can stop me if I have. So one night Evan and I were walking one of our dogs. It's pretty late. It was maybe like 10 30 or 11 it was dark out we were just like walking up the street and like neighborhood street like stop signs on both ends of the block you know so you can't really go very fast because there's not that much room but this car comes like flying down the street comes to a screeching halt someone very like purposefully and aggressively gets out of the car with a baseball bat slams their car door goes over to another car that's parked on the street Swings their bat, hits the car, presumably as hard as they can, but their baseball bat was made of aluminum, so it kind (laughs) of just went, dink, and then they, like, ran back to their car and, like, peeled the fuck out, and I was like, that must have been the most disappointing thing that has ever happened to that person. That is really funny. That is hilarious. Um... I like don't. <laughs> I know. Like whoever's car got hit probably never knew that it happened. It's gonna be like a week later, and they're like, "Dang, someone like a cart must have like roll into me at the grocery store or something." Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> "That's really funny." I know. Also terrifying. <laughs> it was very scary. I'm like, good thing you have these like massive who you know are obviously just very who are sweethearts but like you know i think they would be happy to intimidate the fuck out of someone that evan and i were expressing fear about so (laughs) they're like finally (laughs) (laughs) we can bark at them as loud as we can yeah I'm like crying a little bit every time I think about this story. I like <laughs> just like the most <laughs> uh, So, everyone, in addition to knowing how to actually let the air out of a tire, if you're ever going to take a bat to someone's car, make sure your bat is made of wood. Yeah, or like in that one excellent country song, you take out the head the headlights. Oh, yeah. I mean, I you couldn't have smashed a headlight with an aluminum That's bat, true. Though. She does specify it's a Louisville slugger, which is made of solid wood. Yes. So. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Now I'm going to have before he cheats stuck in my head the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, The amount that I love that song is out of <laughs> Anyway, hello, patrons. Uh, yes. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to our goofy little bonus episode. If you were delighted by our delightfulness in these little digressions, then consider joining us on Patreon. Every episode of all of our podcasts goes up early and with this kind of bonus content in it over there at patreon.com slash hashtag ruthless. We will see you again in a couple weeks. Um, until then, as a little treat for making it all the way to the end, enjoy one final bonus clip. And until then. Scatamoosh. Scatamoosh. I'm like, how does this podcast end? I know. It's impossible to keep track. <laughs> I really should just have it at the bottom of my notes. So I, as a reminder. 